Welcome to The Secrets of the Self-Made, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of some of the most successful and inspiring entrepreneurs and self-made individuals. Join us as we delve into the stories of those who have achieved great success, uncovering the secrets that allowed them to overcome challenges, push through obstacles, and ultimately achieve their dreams. From business magnets to creative geniuses, we explore the traits, habits, and mindsets that set these individuals apart and offer valuable insights and practical advice for anyone seeking to achieve their own success. Sit back, relax, and prepare to discover the secrets of the self-made. Welcome back to the secrets of the self-made. Today I have Hallie Brooke, who is first and foremost, a lover of God. She is also the founder and CEO of Live Nourished Coaching, where she focuses on helping mission-driven entrepreneurs, business owners, and executives find and maintain a balanced, healthy lifestyle that allows them to grow and scale their businesses without running themselves into the ground. She is a certified functional medicine nutrition counselor, nationally board certified health and wellness coach. She is a Fox 21 fitness and nutrition expert and a fierce industry advocate. You can't help but love Hallie already, right? (laughs) (laughs) Here's where it really gets good. Hallie is a reformed workaholic. She knows what it's like to lose yourself in work and end up in burnout, overwhelm, and just simply unwell. She discovered functional medicine in 2014 when extreme stress pushed her over the edge and she ended up dealing with serious chronic health issues, including IBS, SIBO, and adrenal dysfunction. From her own experience and education, she and her team have built a thriving functional medicine coaching and nutrition practice that focuses on helping women overcome chronic health conditions, including gut issues, chronic fatigue, brain fog, autoimmune disease, pre-diabetes, and type 2 diabetes, and chronic inflammation. She has become an international speaker, top-level executive coach. She's helping clients in all key areas of wellness, including movement, nutrition, mindset, resilience, relationships, self-care, and faith. Her life mission is to encourage, empower, and free women by teaching healing. So um, Hallie, I am so happy that you are here. We have so much to talk about and we have so much overlap. So I think that my audience is going to love hearing your perspective. So thank you so much for being here. Tracy, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And of course I have all sorts of background noise going on. The puppy walks <laughs> in, I've got notifications dinging. So go figure. It's all, it's all good though. This it happens. Life, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so tell me, like, I know you have kind of a niche of, um, working with leaders and executives. Um, tell me why it's particularly, particularly hard on these more high level kind of thinkers, um, to prioritize their own well-being? Yeah. Great question. I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, I think we live in a society that values hustle. 
um, mm-hmm. that values being busy over being productive. If your day is full and your week is packed and you're just totally slammed back to back, somehow that equals being successful, mm-hmm. even if it's not actually moving the needle forward in anything. And so I think, I think that's a huge piece of it is we value that in our culture and we have somehow come to believe that if I'm busy, I am productive and I am successful. And so then, you know, we add on top of that being higher up in a company or being, you know, a high performer. And so you really do have things that you have to get done. You really are a mom or a dad or a husband or a wife or a friend and a brother and a sister. And also you run a business and you live in this culture where hustle is, is prioritized. Yeah. And so when on earth are you going to like, do a workout or pause to take a 30 minute walk or pause to meditate or pause to get centered. Like you're just not. Um, and so that's one of the things that I see that's a huge thing. And then I think the other piece is especially with business owners and entrepreneurs, we believe that working 60 hours a week and running ourselves into the ground and doing all the things and wearing all the hats is actually the fastest way to move forward. And scientifically with multiple studies, it's not, Um, but we have this perspective that like, this is all on me. This is all on my shoulders and I have to do all of it. And so if I don't do all of it, then nothing's going to move forward. And the truth is, um, there's a great study in Forbes magazine that was done a couple of years ago. And then another one in entrepreneur.com. But basically the sum of those two studies is, um, CEOs and entrepreneurs who prioritize their self-care typically make two times the profit that, CEOs and entrepreneurs who don't prioritize their healthcare do. Forbes had a wellness profile, like wellness profile, not how's your, good your, is your marketing or your email. It was, you know, how often are you exercising? What is your mindset like? That kind of stuff. And the CEOs who scored in the bottom 50% of that wellness profile lost money year over year, which is just crazy. Um, CEOs who self-report to prioritize healthcare, health, sorry, health care, like wellness care, have 60% more of their employees reporting that they're happy at work. And so that's the reality. Um, The other one that I love is as soon as you hit 40 hours, your productivity starts to go downhill. And so you're actually more productive in 35 hours a week than in 60 hours a week, which is crazy, but we just don't believe that our perspective tells us that we have to keep going. And so we don't believe what's actually true. And so as a result, we self-sabotage and work 60 hours a week and don't take care of ourselves and blow stuff up in our wake. Right. Yeah. We've been trained to believe that it's just action, 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 action. You have to action your way to everything. And my audience knows that it's more at the level of your mind that you're going to solve any problem. It's not at the level of actions. And so are there any, um, common threads in regards to beliefs besides you have to action your way there that you start to see with some of these higher level, um, clients of yours, higher level clients. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, we have to action our way. There is definitely one of them. Um, it's all on me. I have to do it all. Uh, no one's going to do it as well as I can. One of the things that I work with a lot of my, like my entrepreneurs and my business owners with is like, let's get stuff off your plate. And that is terrifying to them. They're like, well, no, nobody can check my email as well as I can. I'm like, that is a $10 task. <laughs> you are the CEO of the company. You should not be checking your email. Um, but, but like, I, I'm the only person who can do it. That's a huge, huge mindset. Um, it has to be perfect in order for, for me to, to put it out there. 
massive block. Nothing is ever going to be perfect. And so we just keep spending time on things that should have taken us two hours. And now it's taken us six weeks um, because it's just not perfect yet. Whereas we can just put it out there and let it go and tweak it as we go. Um, We live in a world where everything is online. And so really everything is a magazine publication, like a book probably needs to be pretty close to perfect. And that's maybe the only thing, everything else you can tweak, edit, add, delete. Um, Yeah. I think those are probably the the three main ones. Um, Hustle is productive. Uh, I'm the only one who can do it and it has to be perfect before I can put it out there. Yeah. And I hear and see that a lot as well. I feel that. You know, I have noticed those thoughts coming up all the time. Amen. Um, Me too. (laughs) Yeah. So I, you know, launch into my own self-coaching session, but, um, I also see kind of the reverse of that too, where I think, um, high level thinkers would, you know, um, in retrospect, maybe say that it was, um, imposter syndrome where Mm -hmm. they, feel like maybe they aren't cut out for this job, you know? And so it's more of those unwanted feelings that start sabotaging them. How often do you see that? I think that's absolutely accurate. Often. I think that's partly where that perfectionism comes in is, you know, we see all of this stuff on Instagram and Facebook and all of these things that look perfect. And so if mine is like, you know, self-videoed, therefore I don't have what it takes or I don't have the right thing. I think that's a huge piece. I think Another piece of that is, which is really the same way of, or a different way of saying the same thing, but that our, um, our worth and value comes from our work instead of our worth and value comes from just the fact that you're a human on the planet. So congratulations, you're worthy and you're valuable. Um, I think we spend so much time putting our identity and putting our worth and our value in our work that, um, you know, if, if my, if my worth and value is tied to how well I do my work in a day, I'm in pretty big trouble because that means my worth and my value is going to be going up and down and up and down and up and down and all the time. Um, versus me just steadily believing that I am worthy and I am valuable and I can have a great day or I can have a terrible day. And I'm going to be fine. speaking of things. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I literally have a thing on my door that says delivery drivers, please do not ring the doorbell, <laughs> like in big, bold print. It's all good. I'm sitting and apparently here. that guy can't read. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so these are the people who we've kind of revealed what the thinking is on both ends of the spectrum for these, for these high level thinkers. And we know Um, you know, if they've got, if they've noticed that there's a goal that they're really striving for and they're having trouble achieving it, or they are really trying to overcome some certain problem, um, they're probably suffering from a certain amount of stress, right? Mm -hmm. That's really the stress, the feeling of stress is what's probably holding them back. And we know that stress can result in you know, manifest in so many different ways in the body. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So fun fact, the CDC, whatever we think of them now ranks stress, chronic stress as more toxic for your body than smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. So yeah, put that in perspective. And what we don't understand about stress, stress is a mechanism designed to keep us alive. That is designed to help us 
identify that there is a saber tooth tiger and that we need to run away from it. And that is the amount of time that stress is designed to function in our body. The amount of time to identify threat and get away from it, which is anywhere from like three to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like in a day, that's how much stress our body is designed to be able to handle in a 24 hour period. And what we don't understand about stress is that we have that same bodily reaction every single time we open our email. We have that same bodily reaction every single time we, um, you know, like are stressing to hit a deadline. And so we now have the same level of, I have to get away from the saber tooth tiger fight, flight, adrenaline, cortisol reaction. 24 hours a day, instead of 15 minutes in a 24 hour period, we have executives who can't sleep because as soon as they lie down, their brains start running like a million miles a minute. That's stress. That's your body trying to run away from a saber tooth tiger while you're trying to go to sleep. And then we start, you know, mind setting ourselves on that. Like, Oh, I just need to be asleep, which just increases that cortisol more. Um, and it, it wreaks havoc on our body. It makes it impossible for us to think when we have cortisol and adrenaline moving through our system, it literally moves us from our prefrontal cortex, which is where we're able to make conscious thoughts and decisions. And it moves us into our, our reptilian brain, which is where we, we literally cannot make logical decisions. So now we're trying to run a business or have relationships with people running off of a completely illogical circuit breaker (laughs) instead of being able to make circuits. And then as business owners, we're like, I don't know why I can't figure this out. Like, I just can't figure out what to do. It's like, well, (laughs) cause you're not thinking rationally. And it's not that you're broken and you're incapable of thinking rationally is that your cortisol and your adrenaline are so high that until you get that back down and until you get yourself back into a rest and digest state, you are literally incapable. So Um, it's just, it's amazing what stress does to our body. Yeah. 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 More toxic than a pack of cigarettes a day puts it in perspective pretty solidly. Yeah. It does. So let's say you get that person knocking on your virtual door Mm -hmm. and where do you start with them? Yeah. So with all of my business coaching clients, I start with two things for the first two weeks. We do an intake. We do all these things. We build a strategic plan, but then the two things that they have to do with me, if they're, if they want to work with me are one, they need to go on a zero information diet for two weeks. Um, so what I mean by a zero information diet is a lot of times as entrepreneurs and CEOs, we are constantly consuming information, which actually raises our cortisol because we're not giving an output to that information. We're reading books on business. We're downloading every freebie you can find on Instagram and that is telling us that we need to be doing more, that we're doing something wrong, that we need to be doing something better. And so one, it freezes us. We can't make any decisions. If I have 45 different strategies in front of me, um, and two, it makes me completely unproductive. I can download stuff on Instagram all day long and feel super productive and not move the needle in my business at all. So that's number one. We go on a low information diet for two weeks. That doesn't mean you can't bring information in later. It just means for two weeks, I need you to clear the slate. And then the second thing that I have my entrepreneurs do is they need to commit to taking a 30 minute walk in the middle of the day, every single day, seven days a week for two weeks. And people freak out. My, (laughs) I recently had a a client who started with me earlier this week. And I told her that, and she's like, I can't do that. Like, I don't even eat lunch. Like I eat lunch in front of my computer. And I was like, well, this is, I put it in my contract because it's that important. I was like, you hired me. So you can either fire me or you can do this. 
that's your choice. And she's like, Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? And so she started with me earlier this week. She started on Monday. It's now Friday. She messaged me yesterday and said, okay, I did it. I've done my 30 minute walk every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And my afternoons have been twice as productive as what they had been before. I've gotten everything done on my to-do list and I don't feel as stressed. And I was like, yeah, hmm. <laughs> just that simple act of like moving your body, getting some sunshine and fresh air and letting your brain clear out and taking a like breath. She's gotten more done in four days than she has in the last three weeks. Um, and that speaks to both the stress. It speaks to what we believe our worth and values coming from. I mean, it speaks to all the things we've talked about just taking a 30 minute walk. And then from there, you know, we build in a whole bunch of other stuff, but those are the two things that I make everybody start with. God, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so awesome. Okay. So we also know that you're a gut health expert. So what I love, what I especially love about you is that health is so comprehensive to you as it is to me. Like we're talking mental, emotional, emotional, physical, metabolic. Um, so talk to me about the gut health. How do you know if gut health is interfering with your client's productivity. How do you figure that out? That's a great question. Gut health really is my favorite thing to talk about. That's where I started in functional medicine. Um, so, okay. How do I determine if a client has gut health issues? So let me talk about gut health just in general. First, okay. um, Hippocrates 2,500 years ago told us that all illness begins in the gut. And we now know that that's actually true. We have a lot of research that backs that up. And it's not just all illness. When we think about like joint pain or physical pain, it's all illness, including mental health illness, all illness starts in our gut, which is fascinating. Autism can't be cured, but can be dramatically shifted when we get someone's gut. I mean, it's just like all illness starts in the gut. So when we're looking at someone who's dealing with, you know, brain fog, they crash at 2 PM. Um, they struggle to get up in the morning. They're going to bed and their brain is racing. Those are all immediate signs to me that, okay, something is off in terms of your cortisol and your adrenal function. And if your cortisol and adrenal function is off, your gut is off because cortisol and adrenaline affect the microbiome of your GI tract. And so, you know, that, that feeling when you're stressed, sometimes people get diarrhea when they're super stressed. Sometimes people get constipated when they're super stressed. That is literally your cortisol affecting the microbiome, which is all the bacteria and yeast and all the stuff that makes your gut. And so if that's something that you're dealing with, you can't think straight, you're tired all the time, you're energized when you should be tired. Um, those are all indicators that your GI tract is off. I had, this is one of my favorite clients. So I'll talk about him to answer this question. So I had a client come to me who is the CEO of a construction company, um, super successful here in Colorado. And the summer is his crazy busy season. And then because they, they work in cement and then during the winter when they can't pour cement, he's like totally chill. And so he'd gone two summers in a row now where he had such poor gut health that he like, he literally could not control his bowels. And so he was, he would bring a shovel and dig a hole behind his truck. Cause they're out on construction sites. Sometimes they have porta potties. Sometimes they can go into the house of the person they're working on. Sometimes they can't. And so he would, he was so sick that he would dig a hole behind his truck so that he could like have diarrhea in the hole behind him. I mean, just like super extreme example. Um, and so he came to me from the functional medicine side, not from the business coaching side. Cause he's like, I have to get this under control. And what I said to him is I said, you know, we can do a gut healing protocol with you. We can take you through the elimination food plan and restoring your microbiome and healing your mucosal lining. I can do all those things, but I'm going to tell you right now that that's not actually going to fix it because 
what you're telling me is that during the winter, when you're not stressed, you have no issues. And during the summer, when you're stressed, you have issues. And so I can repair your gut lighting, but if I can't get your stress under control, your cortisol is just going to keep feeding the bad bacteria and there's nothing I can do. And he fought me so hard. He was like, I mean, he's a construction guy. He's like, I don't meditate. Like I'm not really that stressed. And I was like, that's fine. You know, if you, if you don't want to work on your stress, I can do all these other things for you. I'm just telling you right now, you're going to pay me money and it's not really going to do any good. And so we started on a gut healing protocol. We did about 60 days of it. He wasn't getting better. And so we circled back around. I said, do you want to try to reduce your stress? He's like, fine. So I, I mean, super low barrier to entry. I was like for three minutes a day, I want you to set a timer on your phone. I want you to close your eyes. And I just want you to sit and breathe. And by doing that one thing, we got him from having diarrhea six times a day to having diarrhea three times a day. And that's kind of what sold him into like, oh, okay. She's not crazy. Maybe I actually should, you know, try to meditate. And so I have this like big construction dude sitting in his truck, like listening to the calm app. Um, but that's what fixed his gut. So, you know, that was impacting his ability to do his job. He thought it was a physical issue. It was actually a stress issue and then vice versa. Um, Yeah. So tell me a little bit about anxiety and depression. How are those often gut health problems? Yes. So 95% of our serotonin is actually created in our GI tract in our large intestine, which is wild. When we think about depression, we think about low levels of serotonin and norepinephrine. And so the way we treat that from a Western medicine perspective is we get, give people SSRIs or SSNRIs, which are selective serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. You guys probably know this. If you don't, there's some fun acronyms for you. But what that means reuptake inhibitor is it means whatever amount of serotonin and norepinephrine is already in your body. Those drugs just prevent your body from reabsorbing it so that you can keep reusing those chemicals. They don't actually help your body produce more serotonin and norepinephrine, which are the chemicals that your body needs to not feel depressed. And so if 95% of that is created in our large intestine, we can now directly link gut health to depression and anxiety. Um, so that's the depression link and we can heal your gut. Number one healing. We, I have a couple counselors who we have, um, referral relationships back and forth with. And so they'll send me clients and I'll fix our gut and then send them back and then I'll fix people's gut and then send them to counseling. Cause it's a both and right. It's a physical yeah. and a mental thing. We need yep. both. Yep. Um, but so there's, there's your depression link. And then anxiety is actually an inflammatory response. So if we look at what is happening when someone is dealing with high anxiety or when they're dealing with an anxiety attack or a panic attack down the road, it's an inflammatory immune based response. And so when we look at what's happening, their body is pumping out cytokines. It's doing the exact same thing that your body would be doing if it's trying to fight a foreign invader, um, like a virus or a bacteria. And so one of the things that we've found, so your, your gut lining, your large intestine lining is one cell thick, which is insane. If you think about the skin under your eyes or the skin on the inside of your elbows, it's 30 cells thick. So think about how thin that is and how easy that is to poke holes in right. Not hard one cell thick. Um, and so what happens is we end up with, you know, processed food and fried food and high sugar and things that our body are not designed to digest fake sugar. We end up with little perforations in our gut. And so then what's happening is all of that bacteria and food particles and fecal matter is that's supposed to be contained in that safe thing is now leaking out into your body. And now your body is producing an immune response, which is there are foreign invaders in my body and I have to go attack it. And so one of the things that we do with a lot of our clients who have high anxiety is we have them track 
you know, how you feel about two hours after a meal. And one of the indicators that you're dealing with gut permeability or the colloquial term is leaky gut, the more medical term is um, intestinal permeability is two hours after a meal, someone's anxiety goes up and it's not necessarily related to what's going on in the day. People will say like, oh, well, after lunch, I have meetings and all these things. And I'm like, nope, actually your body is attacking all of these foreign invaders and that is an anxiety response. And so then we heal their gut. We're no longer having all of that stuff leak out and their anxiety dramatically decreases. And so what we found is that when we heal someone's gut, we can get them to a point where they at least have enough mental capacity to be able to deal with the mental pieces of anxiety and depression, which are usually circumstantial or trauma, that kind of stuff versus if we're not healing their gut, they don't have enough mental space to even do the processing to heal those things. Um, so yeah, so directly do linked. Do you any sort of like, uh, specific tests like gut zoomers and things like that to actually get to the root cause, you know, what, mm-hmm. okay. Kind of gut yeah. we're treating here. Okay. Yep. Got yep. it. Yeah. We, um, we do a metabolic assessment, um, eight weeks into our seven weeks into our program and it reveals, um, gut health interferences. These are interferences to losing weight. And so it'll often reveal gut health toxicities, yep. um, hormone imbalance, electrolyte imbalance, um, yep. metal, you know, it's, it just goes on and on. There's so many potential interferences. And so, yep. um, yeah, but we, we start them off on a low and hopefully no, eventually sugar and flour diet and really teach why not yep. just as a restriction, um, tactic. It's really, we want to, we want to educate you into, you know, how toxic these substances actually are and how our bodies are really not meant to be processing. Mm-hmm. These substances yeah. Them. It's so fascinating. We have, we have a lot of clients who come to us after they've done one of those, like, you know, send out food, allergy food intolerance kits. And one of the things that we teach our clients is a food intolerance means that your immune system is targeting this thing as a foreign invader. It doesn't actually mean you're intolerant to it. It means that you've eaten it so much and you have so much gut permeability that your immune system has identified that just the same way it identifies a virus. And so when we can heal that gut and we can seal that and we can keep all those things in the right place, those food intolerances often go away, um, or are dramatically decreased which is fascinating. And we, you know, I had, I had one lady who came to me, gosh, about a month ago, who like the list of things that she could eat was easier to talk about than the list of things that she couldn't eat. Cause it was like the list of things she couldn't eat was so long. And I said, okay, we're going to, we're going to heal your gut. We're going to go through this process. Oh, excuse me. Um, talking with my hands hit my mic (laughs) and, um, She's like, okay, but like, I can't eat on any of these things. And I said, okay, you can't eat them right now, but let's see. We did a 60 day gut healing program with her and she was able to add in all but five of the things that were on her list with zero issues. And she was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Amazing. Awesome. Well, okay. So I'm super curious, like what got you, what, what has made you so passionate about this work? Mm. Like. Yeah. What's your secret (laughs) going? You obviously are super driven and passionate about this. I want to know, like, what's your secret to like, you know, getting up every single morning and Mm -hmm. helping people day after day after day. 
Thank you. Um, yeah, I really believe that once we've been given the keys to something in our own life, we have the keys to unlock that in other people's lives. And so the super short version of my story, I was a math teacher in, um, a title one school for nine years before I moved into functional medicine. And it was those nine years I got super sick. Um, I ended up with IBS and IBD that wasn't, it wasn't Crohn's. It wasn't ulcerative colitis. It was just like chicken and lettuce is what you can eat and that's it. And good luck. Um, and so I ended up in this point where I was like this, I can't live like this. I am so sick. I have no energy and my doctors, I love Western medicine. I think it's a really good thing. And Western medicine just does not solve these chronic issues. And so I said, there has got to be another issue there. Like there has to be another answer. And so 15 years ago, I started doing research on, on gut health and functional medicine and kind of stumbled my way into functional medicine, looking for answers for myself Mm -hmm. and found functional medicine, started talking to some of my friends. My friends were like, you need to go back to school. So I did, I went back to school. I got a degree in functional medicine. I left teaching and I started this company. Um, And I like, I love that. And I'm, I'm so passionate about it because I know it works because I've seen it work in my own life. And I've now seen it work in hundreds of my clients' lives. And then the pivot to executive coaching and business coaching is in that field as I'm working with, as I'm working with everybody off the street, who's coming with gut health issues. I'm also getting people who are executives and business owners and all of these things. And I'm seeing in my own life, like I have now gotten so passionate about this business that it is taking every ounce of energy that I have, just like teaching was like, you know, I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating. I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not doing all the things that I am now a health coach. And I know I needed to be doing. Um, and so the, the process for me of like pulling back and starting to learn about, oh man, if I work 40 hours a week, I actually get more done than if I work 60 hours a week and, um, exercising and meal prepping and meditating. Those are non-negotiables for me, just like keeping meetings with my clients are non-negotiables for me. And so learning that process, I actually, um, I was in the Al-Anon program a while ago from an abusive situation. And so I just like took that and I did the whole workaholics program, which I highly recommend to anyone. I think human should work a 12 step program. Um, and ended up in this place where like some of my clients were also entrepreneurs and I could see the pain that I had just gotten myself out of same thing. Um, and so, you know, taking this step out in this direction of, okay, you know, there are humans who are dealing with all these things. And then there's entrepreneurs and executives who are dealing with all these things. And it's just a different world because as entrepreneurs and executives were wearing 15 more hats than anybody else. And so, um, yeah, just getting so passionate about unlocking other people out of these cages that we put ourselves in that I have had the grace and the mercy of being able, being able to get myself out of. Yeah. And when I say get myself out of, I've had plenty of help. Like I just, yeah, I did not figure this all out on my own. I've had counselors and therapists and mentors and all sorts of models. Yeah. I think every self-made person, um, you know, is not afraid to, you know, shine a light on those role models that, you know, helped them get to where they're at, whether that was an indirect or a direct model. Um, So bravo, my friend, that is amazing. I, you you are doing such good work. Um, Share with us where people can find you and what they should be looking for um, when they do find you. 
Yeah. So you can go to our website, www.livenourishedcoaching.com. Um, on that website, you can book a free consult with us either to talk about executive coaching or to talk about functional medicine. It's the same button, just book a free consult. There's a button in there that you can click to differentiate. Um, that's the best way to get a hold of us following us on Instagram. So Instagram at live nourish coaching or TikTok at live nourish coaching are also great ways to get in touch with us and learn more about us. And then we have a 30 day gut fix. It's a DIY program. That's on both our website and our Instagram. Um, and that is a super low barrier to entry inexpensive way to, to kind of start the process and see what's going on. But booking that free consult is it's truly a free consult. It's not a sales call. It's a, Hey, let's get to know you talk about what's going on in your life and your body. Um, and we'll get you pointed in the right direction, whether that's working with us or working with someone else. Excellent. We will make sure that that is in the show notes. Hallie, thank you so much for being here. And like I said, thank you for, you know, carrying the torch and doing the work that you do because it's so important and undoubtedly it is making a huge difference in a lot of lives. Thank you, Tracy. That means a lot. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. struggling to achieve your goals? Do you find yourself getting sidetracked by distractions and obstacles along the way? It's time to take control of your mind and harness the power of self-control with Mind Over Matter. This three-hour program is packed with practical strategies and techniques to help you overcome challenges, stay focused, and achieve your goals. With expert guidance and real-world examples, you'll learn how to train your mind to stay on track and avoid the pitfalls that can derail your progress. Whether you're looking to improve your health, build your business, or reach any other goal, Mind Over Matter is the solution you've been searching for. So why wait? Sign up now and start achieving the success you deserve. Go to www.selfmadeyou.com.